We don't want to wait. We don't want to wait. <laughs> I'm You're Robin. Robin. I'm You're Stephanie. Steph. <laughs> We're talking about Gilmore Girls Season 3, almost the end of Season 3. All right. We are talking about A Tale of Pose and Fire. Uh, it's, a hard, happy, it's, it's a hard title to spit out. Yeah. Uh, happy Birthday Baby. Mm-hmm. Keg Max. Don't I don't get that reference. And <laughs> say goodnight, Gracie. Goodnight, Gracie. So, so I was dead. Go- I was dead on for Keg Max. Oh, what did you say? There was going to be a party. There was going to be a keg party. There's going to be Max. Max is going to be. Uh, you know, there's going to be some stuff with Max. So true that 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 happened. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. So a tale of pose and fire. Um, we have. We are now deciding what college we should go to. Uh, it's finally here. It's finally here. Yale, Harvard, or Pr- Princeton? Yeah, Princeton. Well, Princeton's stinking filthy, so I, I don't even think Princeton was even considered. Okay. Because um, they only had two people cleaning the whole university? <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. We're doing the pro and con list. Mm-hmm. Given Given it, it's It's a boy thing. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, it, it, it sucks because honestly, I'm like, maybe if I was like a, a viewer watching it when it was airing, like, you know, I could like hypothesize, like maybe like, maybe like, you know, we have Rory and Lorelai going to like a different town or something and, you know, going, you know, to the... Maybe the show will do something huge and just yeah. completely change. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know. I mean, I guess I, I don't really know. Um, for sure, but um, I just assume they have so much stuff set around Stars Hollow that Rory's not going to leave Stars Hollow. She's, you know, the second lead character. I'm, you know, I wouldn't call her like a, a supporting character or anything like that. But if she moved far, far, far away, she'd be recurring, or she would have her own plot lines in a totally different town, and it would be really weird. Two, yeah, it would be two shows. In one, it would be two halves of one show. And there's so much revolving around, you know, whether you know Lorelai can be at peace with you know the the things of the past, and that gets really wrapped up in, into uh, Rory's college choice. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and Rory, uh, and Rory, Rory in general, yeah, yes, uh, yeah. Uh, Luke is super excited and happy for Rory, and tries to give her this awkward hug. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, and Kirk is selling T-shirts. That's his uh, nice thing. Yeah, he saw somebody do this at another town that they were just printing up shirts of things that happened in the town. <laughs> Babette ate oatmeal. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Oh, uh, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, I was just trying to think of like an event in um, Stars Hollow that I would want a humorous topical T-shirt about. Um, uh, snow makes Lorelai horny. Uh, uh, that would be Taylor kind of a, annoyed Luke today. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, crime scene at Taylor's. Uh, new traffic light. New traffic light in the t- in the town square. Uh, <laughs> snowman contest. <laughs> I don't know. Snowman destroyed. Luke has news for Lorelai. It's not a big deal, you know, but uh, Jess's boss called and said that he was uh, 
chosen as employee of the month at Walmart. I know. At that at that branch. And there's a ceremony. Like, Hello, have you never been to a Walmart store? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh I like that there's a little ceremony. I wonder if this is at all real life, you know. But like if they actually I'm sure they have employees of the month, but do they did they do a little ceremony? I don't know. Maybe it depends on the manager. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, okay, so we're at the Independence Inn. We meet Papaya the cat, which yeah. is really funny because you know we have the fire in this episode, and I completely forgot. Like I should have been worried about this cat <laughs> this entire episode, but I completely forgot about it. <laughs> yeah, Suki is becoming nurturing to all living creatures. Yes. <laughs> Uh, yeah, she's she's nurturing because of the pregnancy. They said, you know, it said, and uh, I guess Jackson has uh, sympathy nurturing because <laughs> he's he's doing the same thing. So, uh, Lorelai trying to humorously check people in using Edgar Allan Poe stuff. Yeah, and they're not they're not humoring her. They're not. They're just like, yeah, it's a it's a hobby. We're not freaks. We're not trekkies. <laughs> Yeah. I like the first first couple. It's like there are no human body parts buried in your floor, and the couple is just like, well, "Okay." And it turns out they're not from the Poe Society. <laughs> uh, all right, so, so just, oh, go ahead. yeah, Luke goes to Jess's ceremony, and the boss pulls Luke aside and says, "You know, I wish I had a hundred Jesses." He mm. uh, he he works, you know, forty forty five hours a week. Luke's like that cannot be true. He he doesn't work full time. He he works at my diner and he goes to school. He cannot work those many hours. Mm. Dot, dot 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 dot. At Miss Patty's, there's a reading of Poe, and I'm immediately like, why isn't Kirk playing Poe? <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh yeah, and then later on, he's like, how can I make a career out of this? <laughs> yeah, oh, well, it's just it's just our pastime. How can you don't no you don't understand? How can I make this a career? <laughs> uh, oh, and Lorelai remembers. Oh, you know, you got to put in the pro category for Yale. It's the best drama school, Meryl Streep. You know, mm. what did she say? Uh, pick out an occupation. Pick out a place. You know, Meryl Streep doing improv or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, there's a little bit of drama here in the audience because uh, Lindsay frowns at Rory, and then uh, Nicole acts kind of weird towards Lorelai. Um, and they're they're both like going, what is, you know, is it, is it me? What did, did we say something? Yada, yada. And, um, you know, and then they talk to Miss Patty and Miss Patty like talks at like full volume. <laughs> and I'm just, I just wrote my notes. I was like, could it be you guys won't shut the hell up? <laughs> like, you're just sitting there babbling away. <laughs> like you're the center of the universe. Yeah, yeah, like exactly. The world revolves around you. You know, maybe you know, maybe Dean and uh, 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 Luke are completely, e- you know, can easily block them out. You know, and enjoy. Mm-hmm. They're used to it. But mm-hmm. Nicole and Lindsay might be, uh, especially Nicole, just like, what is up with these two just chattering away, just like making their own jokes and <laughs> cracking each other up, and yeah, it's just uh, I don't know. But yeah, I like the t-shirt after faux pose foes because two pose showed up. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, oh, and uh, they're asked about Rory's college choice and they argue in character about what Edgar Allan oh, Poe would, would prefer. Yeah, bi- 
biolog- uh, biographical fi- uh, biographical facts about Poe. They argue <laughs> about it. And uh, Lorelai's going off, and L- Rory's going home, and she's telling Lorelai, hurry home, uh, Billy Joel's going to be on Charlie Rose tonight, and he might cry or something. <laughs> oh, boy. Is it because Charlie Rose might show uh, Billy Joel the old open robe policy around the, around yeah. the set? Yeah, I remember oh, that was that was a very that was in the Me Too in the hashtag Me Too. I think that was the biggest disappointment for me. Yeah, it's like what a nice guy. He always seemed like the mm-hmm. nicest. Was really, a person you could talk to. I mean, honestly, like I think the next thing would be like finding out like Barbara Walters like murders kittens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just like ah. Oh. <laughs> um. So, oh yeah, the the whole. Mark Twain magnet head comes up and Lindsay just like barely remembers it, which is, mm-hmm. it meant a lot more to Rory than it did to Lindsay. Yeah, Rory's like telling everybody about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so there's a fire. Tobin calls from the inn. Yes, the fire alarm went off. Oh, and Lorelai, okay, this is what I this is what I most enjoy in this episode is how Lorelai springs into action. Yeah. She's like Miss Organization. She's like Miss Leader. I, I'm the leader. I'm, I'm organizing. I'm making sure everybody's accounted for planning this, that, and where's everybody going to sleep tonight? Yeah. Uh, it's funny. Uh, you know, the, the chief comes up and is like, uh, you know, everything's structurally sound. You know, we should be able to get you back in in like a day. And I'm just like, that doesn't sound like good news. <laughs> And they're just acting like, oh, it's just a minor inconvenience. We'll have to do some cleanup before we reopen. You know? Yeah. They're hoping for the best. Yeah. Uh, The next day, Suki takes over Luke's diner. Mm -hmm. Luke Luke finds out that Suki's pregnant. Uh, (laughs) Rory takes the kids, uh, you know, occupies the kids. Uh, Lorelai tells her to make sock puppets out of her, her socks, and she does. Like you see her walking around with no socks, and <laughs> oh, I'm going to sit in my, I'm gonna sit my recliner. You're taking the garbage out. <laughs> and then uh, Rory's got to get off to school or something like that, and it's like ask the nice man in a hat and flannel to, flannel to do sock puppets. If he says no, ask louder. It's part of the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Luke is like completely inconvenienced uh, by. Uh, Lorelai taking over the joint uh, And I'm just like Why I, I really hope he's Compensated for this Because it's just like she moves all the guests in And there's like no room for anybody else Suki takes over the kitchen And uh, yeah I just like Yeah it's just very presumptuous mm-hmm. uh, Oh yeah uh, Miss Patty has emergency headquarters And she and Babette are there and Michelle is annoyed at working with them, teaching Babette how to use the computer. And we find yeah. out that Miss Patty was Ricardo Montalban's uh, receptionist for six months. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because when she answered the phone, she uh, like gave this really long yeah. introduction, really long <laughs> greeting. Uh, so the townspeople are going to take the people in. Yep. That starts hollow for you. Yeah, uh, Paris is at home. She's been at home for five days, and she's watching soap operas in her pajamas. <laughs> Howard Hughesing it. Yes, pa- uh, uh, Rory has the glow of destiny, <laughs> so she's definitely got an Harvard. She, Rory doesn't have an after-sex glow. She has the glow of destiny. <laughs> uh, 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 she t- 
She did. Okay, Paris has not told her parents that she didn't get into Harvard. She did tell her mother that she had sex with Jamie, and all her mother said was, "Your father hasn't pleased me in fifteen years." Fifteen years. It's <laughs> <sighs> like wow, what a what a piece of work th- these parents are, you know? Yeah, and then she plays a. Okay, it's funny that in the at the in the cold open, there's this remark from Lorelai about. You know these pro con lists. Mm-hmm. They they may be subpoenaed one day. Like <laughs> in the future, you could you could be in the position to where your your papers are subpoenaed, or you know, or just in the future. Like your future is so bright that we could imagine that something that we're doing right now might be called upon, looked back upon. You know, right, right. And then, but, you know, to Rory, that's crazy. But to Paris, I have recorded my interview for Harvard. And, you know, and when at the end of my life, I'm going to donate it to the school. Like, I'm so important <laughs> that they're going to want these uh, mem- mementos and memorabilia and, and papers and yep. my memories. And she plays the uh, interview. And you can tell that is why she didn't get into Harvard, because she just went off the rails I know. just just a terrible lost it. it's all it's like this whole frantic thing about population control and i don't know it's just like paris definitely can't have, can't blame this on anybody else but herself because this this is like you want you want to sound like a crazy person you just basically act like this like yeah. there's no way they're going to have her come to her, their school of you know and you know i'm kind of i i'm i'm a, i'm a bit disappointed that you know they the writers kind of played Paris this way, you know, and obviously they don't want Paris to go off to Harvard either because, you know, they, Paris it's is too far away. Yeah. And then it's a good character. We don't want to get rid of her, but it just kind of sucks that, uh, you know, it is kind of played like laughs, like all, everything she's worked for, uh, she kind of falls apart because, uh, a, she like falls for a kid, for, falls for somebody else, has sex with them. And then it's just like out of sorts and so bad she blows their Harvard interview. It's like, I don't know. It, to me, it's, it almost is like they're doing her character dirty. It, yeah. If she was more of a major character, if, it would be probably more insulting. But yeah. yeah, it would have been better if she had just been in the pile that the admissions officer just put in the no column just because. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it was like a fluke or something. or, or mm-hmm. Yeah. Or just, I don't know, something. It just turned her into like a crazy person. <laughs> I mean, yeah. she was a crazy person, but I don't know. She was a lot more focused to crazy person. Uh, yeah. And it's hard to believe that she blew it like that. Yeah. As together as she is, how could she have let that? How could she have blown it like that? It's yeah. like, I don't know. She has a way of taking over a room, but it, so maybe they're making it as if like she's also nervous in taking over a room. And uh, just two, overbearing. Yeah, yeah. All right. So yeah, Rory tells her to make a new life plan, which will definitely be going to Yale eventually. Uh, <laughs> um, bed is not a life plan. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Laura, okay, they've made their beds up for the, the visitors, and another family stayed in town they thought that they were leaving so they needed another bed so Lorelai gave up her bed and she's wandering the streets of Stars <laughs> Hollow and she calls Rory and says you know do you have any ideas I'm a nomad 
<laughs> I have, you know, the stars are my blanket. And, and uh, Rory says to go to Luke's. He'll oh, make me okay. eat a veggie burger. Yeah, he might make me eat a veggie burger. Uh. So she throws rocks at his window. and Stella! A, <laughs> there's an old lady next door yelling at her. Her name is Mrs. Like, Slutsky, by the way. And I don't, uh, you know, let me just take a quick pause here, even though we'll probably touch on it later. Uh, I am definitely not going to be commenting on whether people's names sound usual or unusual anymore because uh, apparently I am a dummy for uh, not realizing that Young is actually a name uh, and is spelled like, say, the Young and the Restless. uh, Uh And it isn't just some sort of like, uh, you know, here I am thinking I was the more enlightened one uh, pointing out how um, idiotic these uh, Netflix subtitles are. Uh-huh. Where really, I'm just a dumb, dumb idiot from uh, uh, Vermont that you know it needs to be enlightened himself. So uh, those in the Facebook group that uh, pointed that out, uh, I, I appreciate it. Um, but uh, I do have to say also now, and feel free to put me on blast, but Mrs. Slutsky definitely does not sound like a real name. Yeah, <laughs> Slutsky, bad, bad name. That's a- oh, I mean, I'm sure it is a name. I'm sure I've heard that before. <laughs> but I mean, if you're given the option. To use it in your script, don't. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Okay, so at the Kims, oh, yes. Lane, Lane and Young Chu talk every night, and he wants her to tell her jokes and wants, mm-hmm. you know, to find out ab- about her life. And Rory says to Lane, you know, you're in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I, we keep, you know, we, it's just not the right time to break up because him and the Japanese girl. Karen. She was too waspy. She was too waspy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's probably because her name is Karen. Here I go again, making assumptions about names again. <laughs> I'm sorry. I am very sorry. <laughs> I'm an idiot. <laughs> uh, I do. I, lo- I do love this quote though. I'm not his catch. I'm Dave's catch. I've already been caught. <laughs> <laughs> I had that too. <laughs> and then Jess comes to the window, and uh, what is it? Roy says there's speculation. Oh, so Rory lets Jess know that that people are talking about him, that that, that they're saying that he's not going to school. Oh, well, I'm going to school. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to school. Uh, and then Miss Kim, Mrs. Kim comes in, and Lane is always, oh, he's leaving, Mama. He just came to, you know, she's always, like, making excuses for people. And, you know, that same time, he, you know, uh, we're, it's it's okay, Mama. Uh, he's, le- he's just leaving, Mama. Oh, God. And uh, she hands him some kind of something there from the antique store and where are we didn't tell oh oh back at late at luke's place nicole calls and luke just doesn't tell her that lorelei is staying at his house oh, it just right, didn't come yeah. up mm, didn't seem necessary yeah uh and then he says that that lorelei has become a sore point because, because she, he talks. Because when he gets nervous, he doesn't know what to talk about, so he talks about her. And I guess he talked and, about her a lot on their first date. What a dummy! Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then somehow they get to talking about Lorelai's dream from the <laughs> season three premiere. She tells him all about it. How wow. he kissed her stomach, and she was pregnant. And then he kind of tries to change the subject. You, you know, you coffee. shouldn't drink. Yeah, you shouldn't drink coffee when you're pregnant. That's why. Why Rory's such a coffee fiend. Yep. Anything else happened? Oh, you talked to my stomach and you can. (laughs) (laughs) 
But yeah, she gets uh, she gets zero sleep because Luke and Jess are big snorers. <laughs> yes, and I think she gets up. And maybe she decorates Rory's room without the little kid knowing. <laughs> but, but earlier, when they're making up the bed for the, the visitors, uh, they're do, they're talking about the pro-con list. They're saying that Yale has twice the pros. And, and Rory says, you know, but look at this wall. Does this wall say that I'm going to Yale? And she was like, it will all come out in the pro-con list. Mm-hmm. And so when Rory finally decides, how does she decide Oh gosh! How did there's she some, decide? Yeah, there's some realization that it is going to be Yale, and so Laura. I think that's when Laura gets up because she can't sleep because of the snoring, and she goes to the house and she redecorates the wall with Yale mm-hmm. merchandise, Yale merch. So the inn is reopened. You know, soon you know we'll give you your stuff back <laughs> and you can go back home. And the Poes give Lorelai their raven. I'm looking They're back at my notes and I'm like, why did she? <laughs> <laughs> I, I know. I can't. I can't think of the one thing. <laughs> it was one thing that kind of pushed her over the edge, and then she goes to her room and sees that it's all been replaced. Um, boy, that stinks. I uh, know. I don't even have it in done? my. I don't even have it in my notes. Mm. Anyway, uh, I, I think Yale by the has... end of the episode, I was. I was. What I was waiting. I, you know, I was waiting to to find out that she was going to yell, and I was really hoping it would be a good reason. And I'm telling you, when I watched the episode, I remember feeling okay with it because, you know, it, I understand you have to, we, you know, we have to have them be in, have her go to uh, Yale, and we need to have her local. But um, mm-hmm. I was, you know, I was like, what kind of stupid reason are they going to have to make it so she has to go to Yale? So. Well, I just wonder if, because Richard went to Yale, Lorelai kind of put the idea into Rory's mind, Harvard, yeah, just to to spite her parents. It just seemed like this was her dream for so long. Yeah, because uh, Miss Patty says that when she was five and a cheer, you know, taking cheer at Miss Patty's, she would only cheer for Harvard. Hmm. Like this is her lifelong goal is to go to Harvard. How difficult it seems like it would be such a difficult decision, but I mean, you know, maybe when they did go to Yale, she just had a feel, you know, maybe it's just a feeling, yeah, because you know, that night they were both looking at Yale brochures, mm-hmm. like Yale wouldn't be quite so bad, it's not so far away. So, yeah, uh, I mean, Harvard, Yale, Princeton, who cares? It's six of one, half a dozen of the it's fine, they're the same thing, practically, <laughs> aren't they? To me, they are. I assume, yeah. I mean... I've never really closely investigated either. Harvard's like the best school, but Yale is like almost the best. Like, you're still going to be guaranteed, you know, a gravy life, Mm -hmm. a gravy train. (laughs) You know, you're, you know, like, I know the best school around here is Vanderbilt. You go to Vanderbilt and you're going to... You're, you know, the worst student's going to have a hundred thousand dollar a year job. You know, yeah. it's like, um, I this also the uh, the fact that the the, the whole end thing. Um, I didn't want to. I wanted to just kind of like stress on. Like, I was really kind mm-hmm. of shocked how it looked. Like, I was thinking, mm-hmm. oh, it can't be that easy. And I was going to sco- I was getting ready to scoff if it really was. <laughs> right. You because know, like, I mean, a fire is a major. 
yeah, yeah. but they not they're not gonna have to tear down the inn and rebuild but still there's smoke damage and there's right. there is gonna have you can't just set up operations immediately right, right. so uh, I I am I get, I do applaud the show for kind of like going you know and also you know I'm a big um, <coughs> uh, person that likes to cough um, no I I'm a big I've always been like as soon as you know Lorelai and Sucky started talking about um, getting their making their own end they kind of dropped it and I just see this as like okay here we go here we go yeah you know, this, this is, is a sign get, this, this is, is gonna the beginning Lorelei. yeah yeah. This is going to get them moving, and uh, you know, unfortunately, uh, a lot of people are going to end up losing their jobs <laughs> to propel this yeah. along. But we don't know them. <laughs> no. All right. Uh, oh, Kirk has a shirt in the morning that says uh, Rory's going to Yale. Yep. We need that shirt. We need that shirt. I forgot. I was going to look for that shirt. I'm sure we can buy one still. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Babette ate oatmeal might be my pick (laughs) Just because it's really funny And nobody would know what it is Nobody would know what it's from Yeah and so they go back into the the inn And they see all the damage that's been done And then the cat rubs up against Lorelai's Yeah when the cat comes out I was like Oh I should have been worried about this cat (laughs) How very uh, out of character It it, it was of me not to be worried about a cat Especially the one that keeps opening the door to this room, and I'm going to beat him. He just wants to be near you. Yeah, and then he comes in, and he's like, eh. <laughs> he immediately turns right around to the door, and he's like, wait a second, I really need to get get out of this door. Yeah, there's no action going on in here. I thought yeah. there was some action happening. Yeah, yeah. Happy birthday, baby. Happy birthday. Oh, Richard made dinner. This is odd. Yeah. At the Gilmore's. Uh, this is a dish that his grandmother would make for him when he was upset, and a girl didn't Look his way or something like that. And uh, Emily said, oh, I should have known. I saw an open can of cream of mushroom soup. Nothing good can come of that. <laughs> uh, and then Lorelai goes on and on about trying to trying her good, her best material out on a girl at the pharmacy. And then she says something about you don't like my lesbian hilarity. <laughs> so weird. Uh yeah, it 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 is funny um, how much now I am like when Lorelai just gets going, like I'm just kind of like my eyes start glazing over. And I'm like, all oh, right, yeah. all right, all right, enough, enough, oh, enough. Yeah. I know. I was trying to watch these episodes the other day, and I was sick. Yeah, and I was like, oh my god, these people are getting on my nerves. I've got to turn this off. <laughs> <laughs> you, I, yeah, exactly. It's like uh, you just got to be in the mood for for uh, listening yeah. to you know, but. Once you, if you are in the mood and you're listening and you're, it's great entertainment. It's, it's really funny. It's really snappy, snappy dialogue. And uh, but uh, yeah, sometimes I'm like, man, she's so into like her own sense of humor, which is something I can definitely respect. Uh, <laughs> but, um, but but like she said a couple of weeks ago, it's her defense mechanism. Yeah, it's yeah. mother starts nagging me and making me feel. Bad about myself So I just turn everything into a joke And mm-hmm. she just entertains herself So I got You know if she's feeling awkward She'll just start babbling away as well mm-hmm. so. 
So they uh, they have the huge announcement. We got a big announcement. Mm-hmm. Rory decided she's going to Yale, and Emily and Richard they just keep eating. They don't <laughs> react. I guess they think it's a joke that they're not for for real. Uh, they're wondering yeah. what the negative, what's going to be the negative side of this good news. I don't, I don't know what they're thinking. I, I really think it's uh, kind of being sensitive to Lorelai, which kind of sucks how this ends up turning out. Um, I think uh, knowing how Lorelai reacted to the whole Yale thing is a, you know, it's hence subject, and they don't want to be super excited. They don't want to like. Upset Lorelai and cause another rift. Uh, unfortunately, <laughs> then Lorelai uh, uh, kind of screws things up herself. So we'll, we'll talk about that. But uh, yeah, yeah, I do love when they finally are like, "Are we? We're good. We're good. Woo! I'm getting the champagne." Yeah. <laughs> when we when we get back, I'll teach you the fight song. <laughs> mm-hmm. That is such a cute scene of them. Both kissing her on on each cheek. Mm-hmm. Uh, right, so we're at the end, and we get to meet Tobin. The at the emergency staff meeting. Oh, that's um, who is it? I didn't look it up. Is Scott, he some, uh, someone you know? It's uh, kids from kids kids in the hall. I never really watched that show. What? I'm sorry. Squishing their heads. I'm squishing their heads. Yeah, I know that by uh, cultural osmosis, but that, uh, that's about it. Oh my gosh. Okay, season three. Scroll. Happy birthday, baby. Uh, oh my goodness. Where is he? Keep going. I'm excited Scroll. that he knows Tony Randall and uh, Renee Estevez, and maybe there would be a cameo. Wait. <laughs> Where? Oh, yeah, no, he's uh, such a, such a uh, sycophant. Bruce <laughs> McCullough. Okay. Yeah, Bruce McCullough. All right. Yeah. yeah, he's. Oh, yeah. This just this uh, this rivalry between him and Michelle. He's uh, is sucking up to to Lorelai and buying her birthday gift. Not just one <laughs> birthday gift, but he comes back later with another birthday gift. Uh huh. Yeah, super kiss ass, and uh, Michelle hates him. And it's like you're wondering if like this is a one sided thing until like the end of the scene when they like exchange glares and it's like oh Tobin is totally playing playing, playing this up yeah. yeah and so their idea is that Suki can make pastries and breakfast items at home and bring them in and mm-hmm. they can have wine and cheese in the afternoon and force the guests to mingle and the oh, Lorelai hates beds and bre- bed and breakfasts Beds and breakfast, B and B's. B and B's. Yeah, she uh, hates them. Yeah, uh, maybe it's just because the inn is much more than just a to her than just a place where like people would come down to a kitchen and all eat breakfast together or something. Um, yeah, you know we got the experience. The B and B last season when they went to visit Harvard. See, I always thought, you know, and I have no idea where this, this is going, but I always thought the dragonfly would be kind of like a B and B, because it would be smaller than the inn. Yeah, it seems like a small. It seems like a house, you know. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So I guess we'll see. Uh, oh yeah, also Tobin is trying to volunteer to work during the day. I do wonder if he's kind of gunning for Michelle's job, but that doesn't mm-hmm. really get resolved at all. Maybe it's just kind of like a character setup kind of thing, and maybe we'll get more of that. But mm-hmm. 
<laughs> we don't have much time left <laughs> no. in the season. Uh, uh, Luke gives Lorelai five free handyman hours every year for five years. <laughs> Yep. So Lorelai and Rory are going through the house trying to uh, find things that need to be done. That's a really that's a nice gift, yeah, for a single mom, mm-hmm. you know. Because I mean, because a lot of people are scared of owning their own home because they'll be responsible for these little things, you know. Yeah, I do like the line of like I don't know. Rory says something about like uh, oh, the spirit of giving is. Really great with you or whatever or something, and Lorelai's like, "Well, the spirit of lo- the spirit of getting is alive and well." <laughs> uh, so Paris is bored. R- Rory is bringing her her homework assignments, and these are she's blowing right through them, blowing right through them. Mm-hmm. They're easy. She says that mom's bringing home a new face. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's this whole thing where she's worried about going back to school because she's worried what people will think of her. Nothing really happens to that. Uh, no, but I was waiting I mean, for like some sort of like you know, Paris is I mean, gonna have I to make some sort that. of loud speech to be basically. I, I don't g- give a crap about any of you, kind of thing. <laughs> well, you know, they don't really like her anyway. Yeah. So what does it matter? That's true. She she rubs everybody the wrong way. Rory tells her to get out of the house. Don't think, just do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Birthday so, week. Yeah. She's got Rory has uh, plans for her and Lorelai to have facials, a double feature, a Sephora day, makeover day, and then Friday is the big birthday day. It's a big, fa- then, fabulous Friday. <laughs> okay, and then the secretary calls the, the secretary, dad. Secretary calls <laughs> Lorelai, and you know your dad wants to make plans with you. Well, he's right there. Why can't I just talk to him? Yeah, let me have my system, Lorelai. <laughs> <laughs> I do love the, the the bit of teasing there, like you know, because Lorelai is I don't know, it, she's talking about how it's going to be like a big birthday. Like she's turning like thirty five, I think. Well, let's see. If she was sixteen and Rory is seventeen, about to be eighteen. No, maybe she's. Yeah, I thought it was thirty five. Thirty six. Thirty six. Hmm. Okay, uh, so Rory. Uh, I love I love that that Rory is kind of teasing her, saying that she denied requests from uh, Miss Patty and Babette to get two hot guys to carry her around and feed her bonbons, and also she d- denied the request from Kirk to who wanted to bring red hot chili peppers to town. Uh, and then Lorelai is like, "I want a I want a convertible." <laughs> All right, so uh, the cake. Um, Rory, yeah, Rory goes to Weston's Bakery and sees mm-hmm. Fran. Fran, and she she orders a cake that says "Happy 16th Birthday" on it. Uh, yep, yep. And then the whole um, glitch about the 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 world's largest pizza. Like, yeah, there's there's already the world's largest pizza. Yeah, and we'll just say that this is the world's largest. Pizza. <laughs> the best they can do is a twelve inch. Yeah, but and uh, uh, go ahead. Well, I. This is going to be my segment here for a second. <clears throat> okay. Lane uh, said something about DJing, and she mm-hmm. wanted to find the best song from every single year that she has been alive. And she's like, but I'm really hung up on 1974. Like, there's nothing, basically. <laughs> and um, stuff I prepared for you and our audience. <clears throat> my top 20 songs from 1974 in order. Okay. All right. I'll run through them quickly. Mm-hmm. Number 20, Terry Jack, Seasons in the Sun. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, number 19, David Essex, Rock On. Uh, number, eight, number 18, The Hughes Corporation, Rock the Boat. Number 17, Carly Simon and James Taylor singing Mockingbird. Uh, number 16, The OJs, For the Love of Money. Uh, 15's Brownsville Station, Smoking in the Boys' Room. Uh, number 14, a sentimental one, Olivia Newton-John singing I Honestly Love You. Um, <laughs> number 13, Blues Suede's Hooked on a Feeling. Uh, 12. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah. yeah. 12, Bachman Turner Overdrive's Taking Care of Business. Uh, number 11, Barry White's Never Never Gonna Give You Up. Uh, yeah, that's a good song. Yeah, yeah. Number 10, uh, Mike Oldfield's uh, Tubular Bells. <laughs> oh, <laughs> interesting. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Or in the top 10, sorry, folks. Uh, uh, number nine, my number nine is Elton John's Benny and the Jets. Uh, number eight, Wings, Band on the Run. Uh, seven, ABBA, Waterloo. Uh, six, Red Bones, Come and Get Your Love. Um, yeah. Number five, Golden Earrings, Radar Love. Number four is Cool and the Gang's Jungle Boogie. Uh, number three, Jim Croce's Time in a Bottle. Number two, Steve Miller Band's The Joker. And my number one pick from um, 1974, Elton John's Goodbye Yellow Brick, Yellow Brick Road. Yes. Okay. I agree. And I also want to give an honorable Gilmore Girls mention to uh, another song that came out that year that I'm not particularly familiar with, but uh, um, the Gilmore Girls should be. It's Maria Muldor's uh, Midnight at the Oasis came out that year. Okay. <laughs> yes. I mean, I can see that it's a it's a very easy listening year yes. of songs. <laughs> but, I mean, come on. I mean, there's some songs in there that you could just... I mean, is it just that none of them are, like, party songs? I mean... I mean, yeah, is you hear is the Joker at a, a, at a good party, you know? Come on, is Lane such a music snob that none of those songs appeal to her? Right. So there's 21 songs for Lane. I mean, most of those songs I've heard on classic rock stations so many times in my life that I never, ever, ever want to hear them again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, like the Joker and and oh, yeah. and, and all, but. I mean, there's nothing Three that says... Three or four of those were outstanding songs. Nothing says party like Jungle Buggy. I mean, okay. Come on. <laughs> okay. So soon after the Pulp Fiction soundtrack came up, came out, Lane can't think of that one? Come on. Anyway. And anyway, she's making a playlist, and then she says it's ironic that Rory is hiding things at her house. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yep. Jess comes out of the uh, video store. He wants to watch Almost Famous again, and Rory says if, he has, if she has to watch Kate Hudson commit suicide again, she'll do something. I don't know. I can't remember. But uh, oh, Lane says... Oh, yeah, they're going to eat Indian food, yes, because Lorelai does not like Indian food. Mm -hmm. And so Lane is like, oh, you're, you know, like two little introverted old people or (laughs) what did she say? Old um, shut-ins or something like that. You know, they just want to stay inside and they want to watch movies all the time. Yeah, and so, so Jess, she, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, just that Jess looked up how far it is from Yale to Stars Hollow. She's like, how do you know? He's like, do you, Yahoo? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I do like the deal though That um, um, If they're doing Indian food With Almost Famous Then next time They're going to do Thai food With Saturday Night Fever uh-huh. <laughs> uh, Oh yes The disappointment of Taylor That Nicole is still dating Luke <laughs> I want to I want to introduce her To a nephew of mine Who just got out of A, bios- a biosphere <laughs> oh. 
Um, but yeah. Nicole wants him to meet her parents. Luke's reaction is one of constipation, it seems. Uh. <laughs> oh, this is where Jess is leaving for school and Luke watches him walk across. He walks across the Across the street to the school. The school is just mm. right there. Yep. And uh, it, it is. Right I saw it on the lot. Just so you know. Okay. Oh, mind. okay. And so, just before <laughs> Jess enters the school, he quickly turns and runs to his car and leaves. So, yep. Luke knows that he's skipping school. So they go. Uh, oh yeah, it's funny. He darts to the car, and all of a sudden, it's the end of the episode. Or at least you think so, because they're playing the end credits uh, acoustic guitar. <laughs> Little, you know. That, that that little riff. Ah, yes. Uh... Oh, uh, we find out Madeline's going to Mills and Louise is going to Brandeis. Um, they better not be leaving the show because I like Madeline and Louise. Where is Mills and where is Brandeis? I have no I have, idea. I have no idea either. I don't know. All right. Yahoo. This is where... <laughs> this is where Paris comes in and her nose all taped up and they assume she's had a nose job. Mm-hmm. But it's because she got her nose pierced. Uh, and it's all Rory's fault. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it and swelled she was, like, up allergic. and she had to go to the hospital. Yeah. yeah. And at this time, the pizza guy calls. Uh, the pizza guy is... John Polito. John Polito, yes. Yeah. And he was, he was in... Kirk's avant-garde f- film. Oh, that's right. I was thinking to myself that I'd written John Polito with an exclamation point already. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah. So he's got, you know, like, he's, he's got like, bad news. The, pi- the pizza crust won't hold the toppings. You know, it's, <laughs> I don't know. Some we, might need a, we might need a second crust as sort of a retaining wall. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's like, how about a thicker crust? He's like, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> Uh, okay, so yeah Luke. So Luke is over at, at their house yeah. Doing his repairs And Rory has spelled out Happy birthday in Malamars Macaroons. Malamars, okay And the way Lorelai Eats a cookie But then she gets a cookie out of the cabinet And replaces it drives Luke crazy Because <laughs> that's just crazy The way she I mean, who cares? Let her do what she wants to do. It's her birthday. It's her birthday. He's already annoyed. He's come in. She's like the garbage disposal is, is broken. What's wrong? It won't, it won't dispose. You know. And he just reaches in and pulls a spoon out. He's like, next. <laughs> I love it. And I also have to know it is really funny how well Luke knows Lorelai's house. Like she starts talking about outlets. And he's like, oh, the one in the bathroom, the one in the on the other side of the wall in the bathroom. Like, Just he, like how he knew her clothes. Mm-hmm. You know, last episodes she was going to New York, and he knew all of her clothes. Right. You've got the cashmere coat. You've got this. You got that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. She tells Lorelai she was that he, he tells Lorelai she was right that Jess is skipping school. Yep, they had an agreement. We were reminded of the agreement. Uh, oh yeah, we get this funny scene where Jackson's mad that Sookie wasn't asked about the pizza. <laughs> Rory trying to wrestle with this giant cart of sodas, <laughs> and then gets mad because uh, there's obviously going to be vegetables on the pizza. Why wasn't Jackson asked about the about the vegetables? I mean, Sookie cooks all the time. She's constantly cook- she's cooking for Jackson. She's cooking at work. She's cooking constantly. Give her a break. She needs to enjoy herself at the party. Uh, does she ever mind? That's that's my retort to that. And by the when the pizza is cooked, her job's done. Yeah, 
you know. Uh, I think she'd appreciate the challenge. <laughs> Probably. Uh, so lunch with Richard. He made an investment the day Lorelai was born, and he, it's the law. He has to give her this money. Uh-huh. This uh, complex sold, and you get a check for $75,000. 150 pairs of Jibby Choo shoes. Okay, so uh, I want to make a theory, but I, I'm afraid I'm going to be wrong because it's really not commented much on later in the episode or debated at all. But when I first saw this scene, I was like, Richard is, you know, trying, knowing that the Independence Inn had burned, is trying to help Lorelai get the dragonfly. So he's giving her a check for $75,000. Well, it's and then like. It backfires he, on him. It's like he protest, he, he doth protest too much. Mm-hmm. Oh, I have to give this to you. It's the law. Right. It is not a gift. I'm assuming yeah. it's something that's, you know, either helping, you know, we, he just found out that Rory's going to yell. It's either helping out with the dragonfly or it's helping pay tuition. <laughs> because, uh, you know, this money just comes out of nowhere and we don't know. Do we do it? We, he's the only one that knew about it. So mm-hmm. we, I don't know, you know, and it also could be something that, uh, that even Emily isn't aware that it is his plan. You know what? I'm going to keep it a theory. Richard somehow pulled out of some sort of stock or some crap. One of his, you know, dusty old accounting stock deals or banker or investments or whatever. This wasn't something he did for Lorelai when she was born. This was something that he pulled out when he want, when he found out that Rory was going to Yale. He decided he wanted to help pay for it. But he didn't know how to give her the money without convincing her that it's her money. So that's my theory. Okay. Yeah, at first I was thinking it might have been to help with the dragonfly. But it makes more sense that in the light of Rory going to Yale, this is Yale money. This is this is money he's help, he's giving to her to help with Yale. Okay. Uh, Lorelai, again, hates beds and breakfasts. Bed and breakfasts. Yep. Uh, Tobin has ideas from the Time Life book where he takes the broken china and makes <laughs> things out of it. <laughs> All right. A couple of things you skipped over. Mm-hmm. The enormous bowl of macaroni and cheese that Lorelai and Rory are eating. Like, oh. even between two people, that's a lot of macaroni and cheese. <laughs> yeah. Also, uh, the pizza slipped off the roof of Kirk's car and burned him. And oh, now yeah. the pizza has to be cheeseless and sauceless, or Rory's got to figure out how to provide transport for the pizza. Also, Lorelai, in getting this amount of money, is suddenly in agreement with everything Bush said. Oh, which is funny. yeah. <laughs> and, uh, okay, there was something where somebody, okay, Luke. Is talking about the school. He doesn't bring it up, but he he does start offering Jess like a raise to help him out so he can quit Walmart. Mm-hmm. Um, there was something before that, but though it was, uh, I just wrote it down. It must have been a quote. You ever worry that if a bird flies at your head, it'll never get out? Okay, this is where they're in the apartment in Luke's. In Jess's apartment, Jess has come home from work. He's meeting Rory. He's changing shirts and he's putting more product. Oh, that's in his right. Hair. It's the product yeah. thing. 
And I just wrote down, this is a real concern for Jess because birds do fly at his head. <laughs> it is. True. <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah, that's where Luke offers him the money and then they get into an argument. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jess really has, you know, and it comes out here a little bit that, you know, Jess really looks down on this school, um, that it's public school. Give me a break. You know, the history teacher is the basketball course coach. And, uh, you know, this is the first mention of it, but we'll, we'll, we'll go into it more once. Yeah. And, you know, to a certain, you know, <laughs> you know, when your kid graduates high school, mm-hmm. you have these. For some people, high school is a huge waste of time. <laughs> yes. Uh, I have to say, uh, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm sort of agreeing with Jess through a lot of this. Um, uh-huh. So, but we'll get into it more. Um, well, just like when Morgan graduated high school and you're told for 12 years that your file is very important, that this will follow you the rest of your life. Oh, yeah. That this that and that feeling of I've been lied to and misled my whole life to think that high school and my that was so important mm-hmm. and I worked so hard for no reason <laughs> like yep <laughs> for a high school diploma that everybody gets everybody will get and it, you no know what how much you if work just doesn't if just does have a high school diploma if just doesn't have a high school diploma. What's going to be the difference? <laughs> uh, anyway, um, yeah, like you said, the Tobin, Tobin and Michelle are both arguing over Lorelai too. Again, the um, uh, Michelle has a present from Madrid, and then all of a sudden, um, yeah, it's a leather day book, and then all of a sudden, Tobin has the leather jacket worn, and also smells like Joe Strummer from the Clash. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Michelle runs out, has a errand to run. So I guess we're assuming that this is going to keep going on and on and on until the end of uh, Lorelai's birthday. Mm-hmm. Jess's car stolen. <laughs> yes. Uh, and then that never, nothing ever comes of this. Not, not in these episodes. I'm, I'm assuming it's eventually going to. Uh, did you see the last episode? <laughs> did you see the last scene? Uh, oh yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Well, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming I'm assuming Luke is Luke has the car hidden somewhere, and that that's what I thought. But out. nothing ever came of it in these episodes, right, Steph? You're not spoiling anything for the future. Oh, I can't remember if something as small okay. as that, but okay. okay. Oh, uh, all right. So yeah, Luke's meeting with the parents. He's freaking out over Jess. It's affecting his communication skills. <laughs> Because kids lie to you and they don't care about it and da 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 da. And something about like having to go through that again. Yeah, yeah. Because um, Nicole and her father have these like uh, discussions, these like uh, philosophical discussions about the law. Right. And the mother's trying to explain, and Uh and then Luke goes on about you know the you know what good are kids? Kids just lie to you and blah blah blah. Uh, the, um, oh, Rory tells, Rory tells, uh, pizza guy, John Polito, to, like, mm-hmm. focus, you know, on doing the pizza. This isn't Gangs of New York with Cameron Diaz. This is Gangs of New York with Meryl Streep, like Martin Scorsese originally planned it. <laughs> and, uh, is it Joe that says Cameron Diaz is hot? Yeah, and- not the point. 
not the point. And then later on, uh, Kirk says, I can't imagine Meryl Streep with Leonardo. <laughs> Leo. But yeah, Kirk has uh, his hands and feet are covered in bandages. Just not, I have no idea how just his hands and feet got her and none of the rest of his I mean, of course, his clothes are covering his body, but I've, I, I've, it, I was picturing like his face having all sorts of scald marks on it. Yeah, I can just picture the 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 cheese melting, running off the pizza onto his hands and ankles. Uh, Lorelai has her birthday dinner with her parents. Take the kitchen, take the cake into the t- kitchen, Teresa. She'll she'll blow the rest of those she'll blow those candles out for you. <laughs> Blowing out candles is for children. <laughs> I would have been like, what? Uh, then the whole Murray the Buddy I- incident that. Um, they had to take Murray away from Lorelai because Lorelai was terrified of it, even though she said that she was just trying to respect it and give it space when she was, uh, staying in the maid's room. Yes, here it is. They, they, they are celebrating Lorelai's 35th birthday. And I think it's Richard who first thinks it's like the 36th. Her, her 30, 36th birthday. Well, is Lorelai kidding? She's just saying that she's not getting older? Maybe. Oh, I just thought it was Richard being forgetful, but I guess I see it the other way, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. So then the fireworks. Yes, and this then is crazy. Lorelai, like, you know, here's this money. I owe you this money. I have said that I'm going to pay you back this money. I owe you this money. Here is this money. Right. And then Emily blows up, is mad because, oh, you just don't want to uh, come have Friday night dinners anymore. And then Rory gets mad at Lorelai. Why did you have to do it now? And, and Lorelai says, you know, what would I? What would you have had me done differently to keep this from happening? Well, I don't know. Just not at this time or something. Yeah. I mean, she agrees. This is irrational for Emily to get mad, but you couldn't have done anything different. But but she's mad that they're all making they're all making Lorelai feel bad about doing something that she said she was going to do. Pay back this money. Right. It is a little weird because this is money that was in Richard's care. And now yeah. it's just coming right back to Richard. Um, but um, and like I said, if. If there was, um, if this had to do with, uh, you know, helping pay for Yale, I was hoping something would come out in this episode, maybe in another episode, you know, mm-hmm. we have two more episodes at the end of the season to watch. Um, because Emily is definitely surprised that the money came from Richard. But yeah, Lore- she had no clue. Yeah. Lorelai does have a point. Like, wouldn't you rather we came over, you know, because we because wanted to? Because we wanted to. <laughs> and not because we were, uh, because it was a, uh, Ah, uh, what's the word? Obligation. That's the word. Obligation. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. And so Emily, Emily kind of gets a little crazed with the whole, you know, like you're you're released from your obligation. And but Lorelai doesn't make it any better by saying like, hey, you know, there might be some Fridays when we don't come over, you know. I, but I don't know. I, I think yeah. I have less of a problem with how she acts here than how she acts later. Like, okay, so they're really not just going to go over there anyway. She, she's just not going to go over there. Uh, ugh, I don't know. Anyway, I was definitely more on Lorelai's side here in this episode mm-hmm. because, yeah, it's like, you know, and with Rory getting bothered, it's like, yeah, it's like 
I have a, you know, this is not, this doesn't involve you. You know what I mean? This is, this is our, this is a, an agreement I made with them. And, uh, and also, you know, I have a different history. It's not all warm and fuzzy. Yeah. You don't know the, the Emily and Richard that I know. Right. You only know the warm and fuzzy and I only want you to know the warm and fuzzy. I don't want you to know this side of them. And yeah, this is also the, when she says it's been hard for her to be indebted to them. I mean, that really speaks to me, you know, uh, you know, I've been plenty of times where I've been put in a situation as an adult where, you know, I've had to be indebted to, you know, like my, my mother or like my in-laws and it just, you know, they do it from the kindness of their hearts, but it, mm-hmm. it, it, as, you know, as an, as it, you know, I immediately want to say as a man, but as an, as an adult, as a parent myself, you know, I want to feel like I'm the sole provider, you know? Um, so it is hard for me to kind of take help and, or just, you know, accept that I need help, you know? Um, so, so I definitely felt for Lorelai in that one. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just, I felt for her because it was, it was as if everybody was, up, uh, was, they were uh, teamed up against her. Mm-hmm. There, it was all of them against her, and she was on the uh, the on the def- defensive right. about it, about doing something that she said she was going to do. All right, so giant crane, giant crane loading <laughs> the uh, world's largest pizza for the party there. So next it got pulled to, off. Uh, nice. Yeah, I mean that's exciting. Mm-hmm. I think it was a uh, you know like a CG a CG pizza <laughs> you think so but okay but all right yeah <laughs> all right keg max terrible title uh it's because the I mean, keg is at max at maximum or something okay mm. i mean it is kind of cute that uh it's friday night we're usually at emily and richard's for friday night dinner and we're sitting <laughs> here twiddling our thumbs trying to remember what what did we used to do yeah <laughs> before we had to go to your grandparents every Friday night. Mm-hmm. Pizza and TV, that's our fallback. <laughs> and I like how so, the Gilmores uh, have a, end up having a party and yeah, gets like, annoyed that they bounce back so quickly. <laughs> yeah, like life goes on without us. Yeah. Uh, yeah they're, to, partying, they're partying like it's 1999 at the Gilmores. <laughs> <laughs> you have to assume that, you know, Emily really was like, all right then, <laughs> you know. I don't, oh, think, yeah. I don't think it was Richard calling up everybody saying, come over, we're going to have a party. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Lorelai has to volunteer. Mm-hmm. The booster club is calling again. Mm-hmm. Which means you're like, you know, me to me, I was like, okay, here we go. <laughs> oh, here's where Max comes here in. Here we go. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Lane's band has a gig. Yep. At a party. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're Rory, Rory is excited to go to Stars Hollow prom with Lane and Dave and Jess. Wouldn't you, I mean, the last dance that she went to with Dean, that was a boring, a boring looking affair. <laughs> yeah, but that was, uh, Chilton. Yeah, exactly. She'd rather go to the Stars Hollow Highway. Ah, uh, yeah. Cause it's more, it's more like a footloose. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> and Taylor is the John Lithgow. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, so the band uh, I I did make a note like oh Jess is actually here and participating and uh, you know hanging out with Rory while she watches the band practice. But I guess you know Jess 
this this is something you know that's not too nerdy or not too like participatory in the town. This is kind of this is rock and roll, you know. <laughs> yeah, you can see. I mean, he hates people, but you can see if he has to talk to any people, these people he'll talk to. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, they're trying to figure out a band name, the Harry Potters, or follow them to the edge of the desert. I hate Zach. <laughs> Zach is so oh, he's just so pretentious. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, uh, Rory's happy that Jess is getting along with Dave so well because now they can now double date to the prom. And then she kind of teases him about tuxes and just reminds her that tuxes aren't geeky. It's James Bond. And mm-hmm. I agree. <laughs> as soon as you get a tux on, it's just like, it is 007 time for me. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Luke's Lorelai's having, fi- uh, Lorelai's having <laughs> to fire people. Yep. And so she sends Michelle to fire this guy, but then he finds out that he rescues dogs and he ends up with two of his dogs. Yep. Chin-chin-y uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Luke's butt. Uh, Luke's Suki butt. accidentally touched Luke's butt. It's a good butt. It's a good butt. And then they start telling him he's got a good butt. Uh, and Lorelai invites. What? The, Nicole wants to stay over, but she can't really stay over because of Jess. So Lorelai says they could come stay at the end because, you know, there's not a lot of people staying here now that yep. it's been burned. Mm-hmm. Uh and then she just kind of forgets – she forgets about that she said something about that. <laughs> uh, we go to the Booster Club, and I'm sad that Nicole Eggert is not there anymore. Uh, <laughs> maybe she and uh, her older husband got a divorce or something like that. You know they did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lorelai is put in charge of the cash, which makes her nervous. But, yeah, the main story is Max shows up, and he just talks to everybody normally, including Lorelai. Yeah, he All just business. plays it cool. Mm-hmm. Nonchalant, as if they had no history. And Lorelai gets like tongue tied yeah. when she speaks to him. And uh, after like five minutes, he excused himself and he made no eye contact. Because this is, this is Lorelai the next day telling Suki all about it. Yeah. He didn't make eye contact. Um, yeah, Suki wonders if the kiss was in her head. <laughs> oh, yeah. We do hear a mention of Alex. Lorelai is still seeing Alex. We are not seeing him, but uh, apparently she is every once in a while. It's, must be more casual. Um, but yeah, she's more interested in what Max is actually thinking right now. Uh, I mean, I mean the the nerve of Lorelai, mm-hmm. the nerve, the gall to even <laughs> want to know what he's thinking. You have no right. She has no right to ask him. She can definitely think this. The problem with Lorelai is she can't help herself <laughs> but yeah. confront him later <laughs> rather than just keep it to herself and sucky. <laughs> yeah. All right. The principal's so, office. Yes. Jess goes to buy prom tickets. It's, they won't let him buy prom tickets because uh, you're out of here. Yep. Not graduating. There's no, you, there's no catching up. There's no going to summer school. You're going to have to do the year over. God, this pisses me off. 11 days. 11 days. That's it. That it, he, he He's only supposed to have 20 days missing and he missed 31 days. Um, he got a bunch of warning slips and now there's no, you know, there's no, oh, 
I don't know. I really think like he should be able be allowed to graduate if he can pass his classes. Like, mm-hmm. I I just don't think you know. One of the biggest reliefs I had when I went to college after high school was that my attendance wasn't graded. It was just what I was learning. I got graded on. Um, it, it just seems like such bullshit. Honestly, I have our, our little our little uh, Julesy, uh, kindergartner. Mm-hmm. Um, we start getting like warnings. Well, it's because if you don't have your kid in school, they don't get the money from the the they don't get the money from the state. Oh, is that is that it? That's it. It's a money thing. That's yes. Such oh yeah. Morgan was like in third grade, and she missed a test, a science test, because we went to the beach. Yeah. She ma- she got a zero on that test. She could not make that test up, <laughs> and she and it made her have a C in that class. And then I never heard the end of it from her. <laughs> yeah, and it's like you should be allowed to do what you want with your kids as long as yeah, it should not be negatively should be impacting. more flexible. Like, and that's why a lot of people homeschool. Yeah, because school is so it's not flexible at all. And for a lot of people, school is a good thing because it's a babysitter. Because, you know, as you know, when your kids start to school, you don't have to pay for that god-awful expensive child care, daycare. And so parents depend on it as being child care while they're working. But, yeah, it's not flexible at all. It's such BS. Uh, And, and gosh, I I was totally, like, on Jess's side, I have to say. You know, it's like, yeah, by the way, you're not going to prom. Like, you've been here all year, but you haven't been here enough to go to prom because you're not graduating. And those who are not graduating aren't going to prom. And you're not graduating because you missed 11 more days than you should have. And, 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 yeah, and he's just like, what is the big deal? Just let me catch up. Let me, you know, let me take the test, you know? And it's just like, no, absolutely not. Like... I don't know. Uh, and then and then he's like, then, you know, Jess is like forced into like, not forced, you know, he could he could be responsible or whatever and just take this year, to, you know, eat some eat some uh, dirt and just take the year over again. But mm-hmm. he gets so flustered about it. He's like, you know, I'm not going to miss this place, you know, because he's not going to do it. And then the principal says vice versa. Like, what the hell is that? <laughs> you know? This play, I know the yeah. The principal's attitude is really shitty. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. No, I don't care if Jess has got this. Like, like Jess is acting a lot more, you know, like rational and adult. Like, I mean, he's got like, he's got like a, obviously his stubborn attitude. He's got his, he's got his, you know, his little pride. attitude, his pride or whatever. Yeah. But he is talking like, wh- like it doesn't make sense. Like, I don't, I don't understand. It's like. He missed 11 days more. So could the principal have brought him into the office and said, you're out of here. You're flunking after 21 missed days. We had to wait till 31 before you pull him in the office and say, you know, you're done. I I, I just, I just don't get it. Anyway, F that whole thing. Good for you, Jess. You don't don't need to go to school. I mean, Jess. Just get your DED you and go on the best of life. Don't go to school. Just get your DED. <laughs> High school stupid. Just <laughs> go on about your life. Ugh. Colleges will let you in with a GED, believe it or not. <laughs> All right. So the uh, 
Lorelai says no eating out of a communal bowl. It's like eating out of a toilet. Don't sing on a table. It'll oh, you forever. <laughs> okay. Yes, and the key. She's not. Lori's not taking a purse. She tells her to put the key on her belt, and if she can't, if the key, if she undoes her belt and loses her key, she doesn't want her to come home anyway. <laughs> uh, okay, so. Our plots split, so maybe we should to rush through this. Let's just uh-huh. let's, let's do Lorelai's stuff first, and then we'll do okay the more interesting party stuff to me. Okay, uh, yeah, Michelle. Oh, and, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, uh, and then uh, as Rory is leaving, going out the door, Lorelai is like, "Oh, I want to ask you this again, but what about Max?" Like, hmm. Lorelai, leave Rory alone. Yeah, exactly. Max, leave her out of it. Uh, I don't know. I don't even have any notes for whatever Michelle was talking about. It included the puppies, but I just didn't care. He says he's a bad daddy. That's all I know. Um, <laughs> I think he's stressing out about him or something like that because he's not able to check on them as much as he wants to. Oh yeah, he had to oh, blow dry uh, Papa because she fell into her water dish. Okay. Anyway, Lorelai goes to Luke and Nicole's room for the turndown service. It's very awkward. And just like, please leave this room, Lorelai. Yes. Judge. Yes. She just makes it worse and worse, and she's gonna light a fire, a lot, of, light a fire. And she says, "Oh, you know, we did have a person who uh, could light these fires, but I had to fire them because of a fire." Ironically. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, she's like, oh, straight lines, straight lines. All right, now you're all set for your evening. Uh, have fun. Like the, it was just. Yeah. Oh, so cringeworthy. So cringe. We have a quick Paris scene showing up at the booster club and just talking about how the yacht is a bad idea. Oh, that was great. Yeah. Seasickness. Uh, they, <laughs> so, so bad boot food. <laughs> I just wrote down. Here's research on maritime disasters from the last 50 years. <laughs> what were you saying? <laughs> Uh, yeah, the mothers, they, they just like, oh, they cringe when she comes in the room. They're like, oh, Paris Geller. Like she has a reputation of just rubbing people the wrong way. Yeah, right. Uh, but Max isn't there. So Lorelai, of course, has to run off to find him, track him down and harass him. Uh, yeah, he says he was playing it cool and then just starts like freaking out because she keeps getting close and he's like, Ten feet. We need furniture between us. Yes, he's getting so uncomfortable. She's making him so uncomfortable. <laughs> Calls her a mythological creature that casts a spell that causes him to act stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Where I was, I don't know. Uh, uh, I mean, it is. This is a little weird. This is very. Lorelai is like should just respect his space or whatever, but mm-hmm. it's also like Max, you're you're an adult. You, you can you can resist. Lorelai, you can, you can, you, you don't need to blame her for your, your giving in to whatever, kissing her and stuff. I don't know. And, uh, in it, I like, I like how he's like, you had your shot. And, uh, but, um, Lorelai says they can't avoid each other. And Max says he wants them to be apart because it's what he wants. And then when they leave the room, they end up running into each Don't other. Don't begin to each other, of course. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and whatever. Uh, <laughs> I, I honestly, I just, mm, I don't know. I just don't see Max as like 
oh man, the one that got away, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I know. And I mean, I just think, I just feel like this is like, what's the point of this? Yeah. What, to what end? Is it because, I don't know. I just don't, I, I like Billy Burke so much more and I'd rather have some sort of weird stuff because Lorelai is going to mess it up anyway, because she deserves, she, she belongs with Luke. Um, so I would I rather mean, more, more. With yeah. That. And there's just, there's just no sense in torturing Max. I, I just, this just feels so marvelous. Miss Maisel, how <laughs> the, how the lead character just toys with the, the, the love interests. Yeah. Like she, it's just, it's just cruel and, and unnecessary. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, I do, I do appreciate, and I would have liked it if we had one episode with him coming back, and it was closure because the mm-hmm. way they left him just dangling at the end of season one, I thought was shitty. And um, and it all happened off screen. And, yeah, we exactly. only heard about. We didn't even hear about it. We did. Right. There was nothing, nothing. No idea. He's just gone. The wind's off. We're talking about the dragonfly. You know. Yeah. All right. Uh, so back to the party. The more interesting part. <laughs> Oh, okay. I Hold love on, this whole. It. Is it Kyle? Kyle in his house. And Kyle, his... the guy with the with the the, the braces. He's from the Sandlot. <laughs> oh, he is. Yeah. <laughs> I love. Uh, yeah, the, we get you know a little bit of a warning. He's packing up the Hummels. You know, packing up the Hummels. You know, Mom's favorite is the one with the toothache. <laughs> <laughs> and then the twenty-one-year-old cousin comes in with a keg. Twenty-one. Oh, uh, Rick. 21. He just likes that integer. <laughs> it, it, it's funny too because I remember being like this age or you know younger, and there was always that one kid that came and he brought the beer. <clears throat> oh yeah, and uh, but there oh, was always oh, what I what I loved. Okay, Edward is five years older than me, so <coughs> when when we're yeah. out partying and Edward and his friends come around, oh my god, they're so cool because they're, so <laughs> they're five years older, and then you know it gets kind of. Late ish, and th- th- they're like leaving, and we're like, "Oh my god, where are they going? They're going to someplace cool. Where are they going? Where are they going? They're going to someplace cooler than this. Right. Who are they going to go see? You know where they go? They go home and go to bed." <laughs> <laughs> I just remember there being a bit of danger involved, and you know, we'd have that one twenty-one-year-old who'd bring the beer, but if the cops show up, you know, like you know, it's their, it's, it's all be, of them. It's, it's all gonna be their fault. So mm-hmm. you know. When I turned 21, I never volunteered to be that guy. And I oh, usually wow. didn't – I usually hung out with people my own age anyway. So Yeah. Um, I would never show up at high school parties being like, 21! <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Lane is a little bit weirded out by the beer being there. And Dave oh, is a little weirded out by the uh, the young Chew presence. Yeah. And then Jess is uncomfortable because they're so early. Yeah. yeah, this is weird. This we're is here early. early. <laughs> yeah, and Rory says, no, we're not, we're not early. We're backstage people. I'm in charge of, what is the guy's name? What's, it's the one that is not Zach. Oh, I said his name earlier. Is it Brian yeah. or something like that? Brian, yeah. yeah. Rory's in charge of his thermos and soup. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jess gets a little bit, uh, gets a little bit participatory with the whole showing these like the twenty-one-year-old, how to pump a keg? <laughs> yeah, nobody knows how to how to operate a keg. But he's then, working uh, man's hero. You're like Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> then we see that Dean and Lindsay are there. Oh yeah. And uh, 
Um, so that's a little bit of tension. Lane is trying to get Rory to send girls young Chu's way, but that doesn't quite work. Um, <laughs> yeah, they can't decide on a name. I thought they came up with a name earlier. They said Devil's Advocate. I was like, okay, that's their name. But they don't. Mm-hmm. They still don't have a name. So <clears throat> Rory introduces them wait. as the... <clears throat> yeah, oh, just wait. The name of this band is great. Okay, all right. <laughs> uh, I'll say it's the Stars of Hollow. The Hollow uh, Stars. That was- Oh, okay. Uh, uh, so they launch into a, a version of "Fell in Love with a Girl," which I, you know, it's all right. I thought they were good. Yeah, yeah they were good. And uh, Kyle is reminding everybody to use coasters. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's so. It's just so funny how careful they are, and they're going to like wrap up their dad's collectors <laughs> something plates. You know, they're so careful. <laughs> just and yeah, the constant <laughs> reminders too. Like if you drop a chip, pick it up. Yeah, <laughs> like I, uh-huh. you're, you're over at my house. Please respect me. Some, this is, you know, it's foreshadowing. Something bad is going to happen. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. Uh, okay. Go ahead. Uh, you know, uh, Dave is like, Lane. When are you going to break up with Young Chu? He's in a bad place right now. It's not a good time. And Dave is getting upset and mad about the Young Chu thing because he's like standing over in a corner, like waving at Lane, mm-hmm. making him feel uncomfortable. Yeah, and so Lane is, Lane, yeah, Lane is upset because Dave is upset, and Young and Young Chu is upset. So Lane starts to drink beer. Yep. You're like, no, Lane, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> yeah, anything you're handing to me, I'm downing. <laughs> also, there's this, so, oh, I don't know, Jess is a kind of a jerk here. Talks with, uh, he, he and he and Rory talk with Dean and Lindsay, and he just immediately starts laughing at her at Lindsay's music taste. And uh, it's just, I don't know, it's kind of like jerkish. And then all of a sudden she drops the like, well, Jess used to go to our school. And he's like, what are you talking about? I, I always go there. Or, you know, I, and Dean, of course, rubs in and like, I don't know, you you're, don't seem to be there very often or whatever. And yeah, it's the whole Jess, again, keeping a secret from Rory, which is he's really upset about and proceeds to be kind of a jerk towards Rory as a result. <laughs> hmm. He's not dealing with it. Dealing with it, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and we, get, we go back to the Lorelai stuff, and then we come back. Lane is still drinking beer. You're like, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> and so this is when she calls her mama. She, mama? She had a beer and a half, so. Yeah. So she calls, so she's feeling very brave. She wants to, she wants to become liberated. Oh, so happy. Calls her, tells her that she's in a band, and they rock, and... She likes Dave, and Dave likes her, and they want to go to the prom, and she's, oh, she's drinking beer. With him, oh, yeah. that's what it is. Ah. The charade is over. And then Dave gets upset because the you know he hangs up the phone, and uh, and Dave gets kind of upset with her about how much she's drank, and she says, "I could hit, I could hit the stick on those brums." <laughs> Dave's like, "Yeah, but what about the drums?" <laughs> So yeah, the the interaction between Rory and Jess. Oh, upstairs in the bedroom, yeah, because mm-hmm. he goes and hides because he hates people, and uh, they get on the bed and there's heavy petting, and she says no because she's going to lose her key. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it's but she doesn't want it to to happen here now, and and I even wrote down I was like, oh my god, are, is Rory really going to lose her virginity upstairs at a bedroom at a party? I'm. I'm going to be so disappointed, you know, just because 
I don't know. It's we so want like, better for we want better for Rory. Rory better. deserves better. Rory does deserve better. I'm not shaming her. I just want to say. <laughs> Yeah, right up front. (laughs) She can have sex when she wants. It's okay. But and also, should it be with Jeff? Ah, yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, because you know, at first I was all for this. I was all aboard the Jess Roy ship. Yeah, you were riding that ship pretty hard. I was like, okay, wow, Endgame. I don't know. (laughs) This is hot. They're hot together. Uh huh. So cute. But every time he gets upset, he doesn't tell her about it. It causes drama, and then she feels like dirt. And uh, I don't like Rory feeling like that because she's a perfect angel and deserves to be uh, taken care of. Yes. So. Uh, yeah. So she She, go- she gets upset because he gets mad that she doesn't want to go all the way. He gets mad at her. So she cries, goes downstairs, and Dean sees her crying. Yeah. That's when it, that's, 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 that's the spot. That's oh, the man. mistake. I was there. so excited. <laughs> I know. I was like, yes, here we go. Here we go. It happened, it happened on screen, Robin. Yes. You didn't just hear about it. And nobody just broke them up really quick. It was just a freaking all out fight through the house. Breaking hummels left and right, breaking down uh, 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 fences, banisters, tables. Just Sam Winchester, his first <laughs> fight scene. Like, <laughs> yeah. He will go on to do literally a gazillion fight scenes, yep. but this is his first one. <laughs> Sam Sam Winchester versus Peter Petrelli. <laughs> Holy cow! Um. And, uh, yeah, the cops show up. It's just, like, all this drama going into the credits. Oh, yeah. I mean, this fight went all over the house. Yeah. All over the house. It was so fun. It was funny. Oh, yeah, I love it, so like, that. The, uh, tone, the tone of the fight was not funny, but what was funny was how much care they took in putting up the hummels and <laughs> the plates and the reminding people to use coasters. Yep. And then that fight. And, and they pushed Dave Rogowski into Young Chew. Young Chew. <laughs> Uh, so they somehow get into a scuffle as well, you know, almost, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then the cops show up, and then we just have this dramatic, you know, the lights are flashing, and Jess just walking off and looking back at Rory as Rory's trying to help Lane puke her beer and a half. Out yeah, of the bush. I mean, like, what, what was Rory supposed to do? Well, what did Rory do? Rory didn't do anything, Jess. Rory didn't do anything to deserve no this. I don't know. It's like, okay, so he basically, they basically start kissing because Jess is trying to stop Rory from asking about what's making him so upset. And the kissing gets, you know, kind of hot and they end up on the bed and Rory gets up and says, not here, not now. And, um, and that, and Jess gets like frustrated and with, Oh yeah, Rory goes to leave and he's like, "Wait, I didn't invite you up here. You came on your own." That was kind of mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. and uh, and yeah, that's that's what sends Rory off crying, I believe. So yeah, it's you know, it's like I feel bad for Jess because he's I know what he's going through right now, but also like, ugh, it's like I yeah, you, know, you watch all these. I don't know how many things. I mean, I just watched Waves last night. <laughs> 
Waves is all about a teenager going through some crap, not telling anybody, and just like lashing out at the world. And I won't go into any more details than that. I don't know if you saw it or not, but no. Oh gosh, yeah, you should see Th- it. That's what you get from Redbox. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, it's really funny. Also, you know, a tiny movie corner corner. By the way, uh, uh, the how polarized. I thought it was really good, but then I like read all these reviews where people are like either like holy crap, movie of the year. And then um, other people are like, that was such garbage on the nose nonsense, you know? <laughs> so I don't know. I got, I got caught up in it. So I, I, I got to kind of give Waves a thumbs up myself. So I look forward to hearing what you think of it when you get to see it. Okay. Yeah, it just came out on uh, the old red box. But, but anyway, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, like, uh, I, I have seen this like hundreds of times. This teenager... Dealing with their emotions by lashing out rather than dealing with them. Mm-hmm. All, right. All right. Let's get through. Say goodnight, Gracie. All right. Okay. They're, this the next morning. They're in the yard, in Kyle's yard. Uh, Rory is picking up Lane's uh, backpack. It's very dirty. Uh, it's, uh-huh. It's <laughs> they see Luke arrive. Luke has been called there to, uh, you know, make restitutions for what... Jess did the night before. Yep. Yeah, he was woken up like 10 minutes early. And he, I love just like how he values the sleep, the 10 minutes of sleep that he lost. And because uh, I, I, I totally feel feel for that. I, you know what I mean? Like my, I wake up like 10 minutes before my alarm goes off. I'm very annoyed. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I do love this whole thing where like, oh, this all happened over you. And then Lorelai starts singing Wind Beneath My Wings. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, so it is Friday again. Lorelai feels like she's doing something she she's not doing something she should be doing, and it's like, yeah, yeah, you should go to dinner. Um, so bah, 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 bah. Rory brings the backpack to church. Lane is oh, yeah. telling Rory about how she came home and Mrs. Kim was in the bed asleep. And uh, gosh, Dave is so Ms. awesome. Dave brought her home and offered to go in with her to, you know, basically take the punishment with Lane because they figured that Mrs. Kim was going to be up waiting, but mm-hmm. she wasn't. <laughs> she was uh, the next morning. She was more Stepford than Coach. She's not freezing her out. She's just <laughs> serene. So yeah, through this, I love how this this entire episode. You know, uh, you know, Mrs. Kim is working her. Uh, like like she usually does, but you know she's also milling things over in her mind. But Lane, in response to being frozen out, is just self-flagellating. Constantly. Yeah, she's punishing herself. She's decided, you know, I'm going to go to the Seven Adventist Church school. Yeah, I'm going to work this table. I'm going to uh, what did she say? There's like she's a not going to go to prom she, with Dave. She's doing yeah. extra church work. She's going to live at home. Uh, and then what's cute is the rabbi comes in and, you know, mm-hmm. is like telling the preacher to speed it up because they're sharing this church. Yeah. And I think I love this. I, it always bothers me that people that we spend so much money on churches and they just sit empty most of the time. Mm-hmm. Well, you only need them for a few hours on Sunday and one hour on Wednesday night. And the rest of the time, it just sits there, and you're paying millions of dollars for this church. Sharing a church is great. It, it makes so much sense. It is, definitely. I mean, unless you have, like, stained glasses, glass stuff of, 
you know, specific religious things that you're observing, like a big cross or a big picture of Jesus. I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Might be a little bit. Uh, okay. So Jess is working. It doesn't seem like Luke's, Luke's not there. Oh, cause um, Luke's over at the uh, Kyle's house. Yes. Um, and yeah, uh, there's a guy over in the corner taking up a, a table for four and he's not ordering anything mm-hmm. and it's really bothering Jess. Uh, one note here, Jess argues with Caesar. Um, Caesar gets lines. Okay. Caesar is dramatically younger than he used to be. <laughs> yeah. Caesar was like a middle-aged uh, uh, Hispanic man with glasses. Now he is a young Hispanic man. <laughs> uh-huh. So what the heck? Is this Caesar Jr. and they just didn't say anything? Yeah. I think I saw where a couple of people have played Caesar. Dear God – Taylor as the Candyman is something that will haunt my nightmares. Um, was it originally a soda shop? Yes, a soda shop and candy shop. But, yes, but like I swear they added the added the candy store thing in. I think so because it was all about uh, what was it? Black cows and yeah, old right. fashioned and yeah, uh, yeah. egg cream, egg cus- what egg creams? What are uh-huh. those drinks? Egg creams. Egg yeah. creams. Yeah. It was all about that. Now it's a uh, candy. So, you know, whatever. It's fine. <laughs> so Luke asks uh, Dean or Luke asks uh, Jess about the argument. And um, yeah, I'm just, just I was just defending myself. Well, you defended yourself all over that house. <laughs> I know. And, you know, and Dean's in trouble. And, and uh, Jess keeps saying, well, what about Dean? Well, Dean did that. What about Dean? And Luke says, well, Dean is, was over there at the house making arrangements to pay these people back. He's going to make some woman a fine doormat. Okay. <laughs> that, that, that there it is. Like, that there it is again. <laughs> that, that, that toxic masculinity yeah, of yeah, justice. Yeah. It's going to make some no, woman Dean, a fine Dean, doormat. Dean is a good guy. He wanted. He felt bad for what happened to Kyle's house, and yeah. Um, but Jess is right here where he does say that Luke did start. Or Dean did start it. He did start it. It's you know he. It's not. He didn't get into a fight with Dean. Dean got Dean into a fight punched with him. Punched him. And, right. And, because yeah. because Rory was crying. Yeah. And because Dean knew this would happen, Dean knew that Jess would mistreat Rory. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming the next time we catch up with old Dean, he's going to be freshly broken up with by Lindsay because Lindsay's going to see this and be completely. Oh, wait, no. 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 Completely opposite. No, I'm the a... opposite. <laughs> Sorry. I totally have spaced on that. Anyway. Uh, yeah, just annoyed by the guy not ordering. The guy leaves his wallet. Luke finds it, and he has a what the what look on his face. Um, all right, so Lorelai calls Emily, and <laughs> hello, Emily just asked for Rory. <laughs> uh, yeah, because this is the way their relationship used to be. Emily would call Lorelai's house, leave a message with some kind of. You know, I need to talk to you about something important. Right. And that's the only way that she could get Lorelai to call her back. And then when she did call her back, she would put Rory on the phone, even if Rory was too young to talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is this is interesting. You know, the whole this whole I mean, like the show, like the show is set is like one of the driving factors of the show is that deal. The I will pay. I will help you with Chilton if 
you start coming for Friday dinners. Well, Chilton's almost over, the debt is repaid, and the Friday dinners are in disarray. Um, and I'm I'm looking forward to um, where it goes from here. I, mm-hmm. it, just, it does seem like everything's like, everything's changing, you know, even though... You know, Rory's going to end up going to Yale. I'm sure Lane and Paris and Dean and, you know, whoever is going to end up going to Yale or some sort of nearby school, uh, Stars Hollow University. Uh, (laughs) And, and, uh, you know, the show won't change too much. They'll have, you know, some school scenes in a different school setting with college stuff. But we'll still have, you know, the heart of the show, which is, you know, Emily and Lorelai and Rory's relationship. And the town of Stars Hollow and all its weirdos that live there. Right? <laughs> That's just what I expect. Oh, okay. Uh, but it does feel like this, like a huge, this is a huge, like, change for the show. Like mm-hmm. The obligation isn't there anymore. And so what is, what is Lorelai going to do with that? And she, it, it just sucks. You know, it's like she, <laughs> she was trying to have a good relationship with her mother and, uh, anyway, sorry. Well, let's keep talking. <laughs> date dress car. <laughs> what? Date dress car. Oh, where Madeline and Louise are trying to uh, plan their yeah, they're how plan- how they'll look. When it looks like they're planning the Franklin, but they're really planning their prom looks. <laughs> right. It's like it's like mash. <laughs> I don't know. I just love how they're trying to figure out how it all goes together. But, uh, yeah, it's like a game of mash, like, you know, person you want to be with, where you want to live, what you want to, what your job is going to be. It's, it's like, a, it's all got to match perfectly. Uh, anyway, um, Paris has plans that include private car with Jamie, dinner, and a helicopter ride to Martha's Vineyard, which, uh, sounds nice. And Rory doesn't have any plans because, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, right now she thinks she's going to... Stars Hollow prom, mm-hmm. but not with uh, not with Jess because Jess couldn't get any tickets. Right? Didn't he tell her that in the bedroom? I thought so. Yeah, that was one of the things that. No, or was that later? No, he doesn't. He tells her at the very end of this episode. Sorry, so confused. Yeah. Anyway, Fran dies. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah. Well, Suki. Okay, we have the mandatory Suki Lorelai conversation about how. Uh, the Gilmores are taking Rory, you know, for a movie, and oh, well, that's your thing that you and Rory do. And then they get, they go to the bakery and they see, yes, Fran has passed away. Mm-hmm. And then three, two, one, dragonfly in. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I just love the so. They kind of they're like, I'll miss her. Me too. So, <laughs> and then they feel terrible, and they're like, Oh, let's go buy flowers. Lots of flowers. Yeah. All right, Dave is awesome, man. This kid is is now like one of my favorites on the Isn't show. Isn't he wonderful? He's so awesome. I'm so so mad at myself for picking on him so much when he first arrived. Um, he may have a baby voice, but like, oh God, you know, I actually wanted to go back and rewatch the scene because. Did, did you write down some of the good qualities that he lists about himself? Because I didn't like. Okay, I, was just I have overwhelmed. I have him. it. Look, I have it. Okay. 
A few weeks ago, you told me that Lane had a crush on me. Well, I have a crush on her, too. Now, I know you have very strict rules about dating and boys, but I just want you to know that I'm a good person. I don't smoke. I don't drink. I've never gotten a ticket. I'm healthy. I take care of myself. I floss. I never watch more than 30 minutes of television a night, partly because I think it's a waste of time and partly because there's nothing on. I respect my (laughs) parents. I do well in school. I never play video games, just in case they do someday prove that playing them can turn you into a serial killer. I don't drink coffee. I hate soda because the carbonation freaks me out. I'm happy to give up meat if you feel strongly about it. I don't mind wearing a tie. I enjoy playing those hymns. I enjoy playing those hymns on my guitar, and I really, really want to take your daughter to the prom. Uh, I do not agree with him on so many of those things, yet if... uh uh, a, a, a boy like him uh, made a speech like that to me in order to get me to agree to let my daughter, one of my daughters, go to the prom with him. I mean, you know, as long as they're, you know, teenagers. Uh, <laughs> I, I, you know, right now it'd be like, no, dude. Still though, <laughs> they're, oh, she's, yeah. you know, they're they're eight and six. Uh, well, see, I suspect that Mrs. Kim has liked Dave all all along. Mm-hmm. So Mrs. Kim uh, recites a quote. Which confuses him, and uh, he uh, he leaves. But they have a nice, cute kiss. I like that. Uh, go, Dave. Um, bah, 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 bah. Luke confronting Jimmy is awesome. <laughs> uh, he doesn't miss you. You're a loser. No one misses a loser. Uh, apparently, when Jess was born. He left to buy diapers and never came back. Well, at least he was leaving uh-huh. to buy diapers, not cigarettes. Yeah. And then Luke threatens it, to put his head through a wall, which was like, yeah. yeah. Luke keeps saying, what do, you, what do you want? And he keeps saying, I don't know. I guess I just wanted to see him. What do you want? I don't know. What do you want? I don't know. Well, you saw him. Now get out of here. Oh, that's so awesome. <laughs> Uh, yeah, because Luke is like, my life right now is revolving around making sure that he does okay. And you are not okay for him. Right. Uh, anyway, uh, Fran's funeral. Um, oh, Miss Patty. Patty crying. <laughs> it's times like these that make sure you appreciate what's really important. I'm so glad I had all that sex. <laughs> <laughs> Rory and Jess going back and forth. Oh, want to talk to each this other. was this was great. Where she almost comes in, you know, he doesn't see her. I, I'm sure he can like feel her, yeah. you know, about to come in, and then she walks, she leaves, and then he starts to go out the door after, her, and then he turns around, and then he goes out, walks down the sidewalk, but then he comes back, you know, just so many times that they almost but don't quite, and uh, Luke is just looking at him like they're crazy. <laughs> But I like that he doesn't comment on it. He just lets it. He, he's like he's watching a nature show. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Freaking Taylor. <laughs> I wanted to punch him in the face. And yes, I understand. Because a joke. he makes it. He it's makes funny. the funeral all about him. He welcomes people and he tells them that the grand opening has been postponed. Like every yeah. single one of them. And then it, until until Luke. And then he doesn't. He doesn't say anything. to Oh, Luke. yeah, that's right. Uh, uh, did you? Did you? I immediately saw Melissa McCarthy's husband. Oh, who is that? What is his name? Is that the lawyer? I, yes, I can never remember his name. I don't remember his name either. He looked familiar. I was. I. He's not as familiar to me as you know. She is obviously, but he is in like every one of his her movies, isn't he? Mm, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I think 
I think they wrote all of her, those movies together. Mm. Yeah, uh, the friend yeah. stands up and speaks, and she's very, she's very, you know, quiet. And then the audio goes out. Lorelai <laughs> and Suki cannot understand what she's, you know, World War Two. World War, World War, which World War? Where are we? What? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So Dean and Lindsay are getting married. Oh. And Dean what is super shock. excited, and Rory's oh, like, and he's, why? <laughs> why are you getting married? And he's mad at her because, I mean, I don't think that's fair. Number one, you, number one, don't tell her. <laughs> but he did want to tell her to kind of shield her from it being a shock to hear from somebody else. Yeah. Well, it's a shock to hear from you, Dean. It's yeah. a shock. Yep. And I'm sorry I didn't react the way you wanted me to, but I don't understand why at 18 years old you feel the need to get married. Yeah. Rory definitely argues with Dean about him being too young and that he should focus on college and he shouldn't be worrying about being married to someone. And uh, all I got to say is I, I can't really comment on that. <laughs> Because you were married at eighteen. Well, I mean, I was married at twenty-two. I was 22 married at 18, twenty-two. Like, what's the difference? There's not much difference. <laughs> uh, I thought I was so grown, and I yeah. was such a baby. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh no, 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 no. It's because the last time I argued about uh, people uh, throwing their lives away for <laughs> having a baby so early in life, I would go on to the same point for being married so early in life. But uh, I, 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 I think I'll skip that diatribe this week uh, <laughs> because uh, uh, my opinions aren't shared by all, which I'm sure they aren't. But, yeah, I'm just saying. Well, I mean, I just think right now it the point is Rory's reaction and I don't yeah. feel like it was fair to for, for 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 Dean to get mad about Rory's reaction because it was a shock and that's just what came out of her mouth mm-hmm. that she just didn't know what to say. And yes, people do get married at eighteen and are fine, but and also it's none of your business, Rory, because you're broken up. You know? Yeah. But then again it is her business because he's making it her business. So oh my it's God. just so I, awkward. I have like five minutes. <laughs> Okay, where are we? Okay, there's a parade because because uh, what's her face? Who died? Fran. Fran. Fran wanted a, a, par- a walk around the, the the square, and so that's when Lorelai and Suki go to the lawyer, who's a pallbearer, and is you know what's going to happen to the inn? Well, I, I don't know. Nobody's talked about it. I guess if you pay us, uh, it's yours. So if the and check so clears. He says it's all there. So are we saying that Lorelai didn't give? Emily, the money, like he's are talking about the check. I the only check that I can think of is the seventy five thousand dollars that she just got from Richard, right? Yes. Anyway, so that's what I'm thinking, because they don't quite exactly talk about how exactly they are paying for this. <laughs> they're just saying well, they're going but, to pay for this. But she has looked into this earlier, planned on how she was going to buy the end. So I feel like she's already. Oh, I'd love to know what her plan a, is. <laughs> I feel like she's already secured a loan. Uh, okay. Also, Mrs. Kim says it's okay for the prom. The quote was from Henry V. It was just to mess with him. <laughs> yeah, it's because he stayed up all night and read the whole Bible in one night. Uh-huh. And she says, that's, that's quite an accomplishment. I have only done that three times. You have to have great determination and good lighting. <laughs> prom is okay. Uh, they're not getting married. But you can't get married. 
you uh she's grounded before and grounded two months after you can talk every other night for 10 minutes yep and they're like we're okay with that uh uh, loser coffee guy jimmy comes in and shares a moment with jess after telling him he's his father with the suffragette city because honestly when listening to suffragette city you cannot help but say the part where he goes, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. I mean, that's that you just have to. Yes. But also, Jimmy is very mu- Okay. We knew this was going to be a major person because it's Rob Estes. I don't know who he, Rob Estes is. I don't either. Maybe Melrose Place. Oh, okay. I don't know. You know, he was just one of those people back in the 90s. Right. Uh, but he and Jess act just like just very laconic and doesn't really say much at all. And he's just ready to leave and he just leaves. Yep. Uh, so we have this great scene with Lorelai and Rory where Lorelai gets finds out that something happened in the bedroom. Which oh, and she just, keeps, she just keeps asking about what happened in the bedroom. What happened in the bedroom? What happened in Kyle's bedroom? What? And I, gotta lo- yeah. I love this, and I love that we, we go back and touch on that whole scene with the distiller's tickets. And I was I was talking to you about that, about like how she isn't exactly happy about you know going ahead and going with him that night after all that happened. And yeah, she says she doesn't want to be the girl who gets treated like dirt. And, you know... The whole thing where she stood up for herself, and then when he shows up with those tickets, she's like, delete that message, you know? And I was like, no, he should have still heard that from her. Um, anyway, sorry, we have to wrap this up really quick. Uh, Jess and Luke argue about school, and um, this is huge. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wish we had more time to talk about it. <laughs> but uh, Luke is super pissed. Yeah, Jess is like, I am not going back to that school. Mm-hmm. And Luke says, then you've got to go. Sorry. Yeah. So he goes. He goes. Mm-hmm. And, uh, oh, let's see. Okay. Well, in the morning, uh, Lorelai, Rory, Lorelai has went to Luke's diner to get food and bring back to eat in their kitchen, I guess, so Rory doesn't have to see Jess. But they see the newspaper and they see the engagement announcement for mm-hmm. uh, Dean and Lindsay. And then... uh there's a picture of Kirk being pinned by the casket with his pants split, which is going to go up on the fridge, which I thought that was funny. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Wait, where are we? Where are we? Where? Yes, on, on the, the bus. bus. So Rory, Rory's, uh, yes. And then like several people get off the bus and it reveals that Jess is there. So she goes to the back of the bus and talks to him and, and, he, and he's like, you know, uh, we're not going to the prom. I couldn't get tickets. Couldn't get tickets. Oh, okay. That's all he's going to say. So she, yeah, she, you know, she's known that something was up, that he didn't want to talk about it. She, you know, when Lorelai the night before mentioned, you know, we need to get you a dress. She, she knew they weren't going. She knew it. <sighs> and then, and then, and she knows it's over. She knows it. And she's like, you're going to call me? And he said, yeah, I'll call you. And then he it reveals that his uh, he's got his bag of stuff there. He's yeah. leaving town. He's gone. Going to dad's. So, I'm assuming. I dad's. mean, where else is he? I, it, yeah, yeah, maybe. I think so. All right, sorry everybody. Got to cut this off. What are the last two episodes of Gilmore Girls this season that we're going to watch? My girls, my 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 girls are waiting for their bedtime story. So. <laughs> okay, the end of season three is uh, here comes the sun. 
Here comes the sun, S-O-N. And the finale is, these are strings, Pinocchio. Wait, I said that wrong. Those are strings, Pinocchio. (laughs) Okay. So the sun, maybe we're going to get more Jess stuff. Um, uh, And those are strings. Somebody is going to be played like a puppet. Somebody is going to be... Hmm. Huh. I wonder if that's going to have something to do with Emily and Lorelai. Anyway, season finales are usually very good. There's no big bads that need to be defeated, but there's usually <laughs> some emotional stuff that's going to happen. So yeah. I look forward to seeing if Jess is going to be a character on uh, the show next year. <laughs> uh, or Dean. It's, or... it's very interesting. Very interesting. Okay. All right. Well, uh, sorry, sorry, everybody, but we got to wrap this up. La, 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 la. La 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 la